Hello, future boy. That is how you should address yourself from now on when you wake up in the morning. To develop future boy consciousness. Future boy consciousness has is oxygenated. It's highly oxygenated. Once you get yourself oxygenated through either exercise or a cold shower or whatever it takes to get your breathing pattern up to the new conscious level breathing pattern that takes you to a whole other level. Once you get on top of that breathing pattern, then you summon your future boy consciousness. So future boy consciousness assumes immortality. Obviously, in the future, that technology has been created. So you act as though you're already there. You act with the patience of an immortal. And you keep yourself completely in the, in the know. Smarter, faster, understanding. Tell this to people. You have to actually go out there and spread this idea. Hard to explain. But you should always be thinking about the destination. And the destination is back to heaven as a God. And it's a climb. Climb up to there. Now, some people want to take the easy way out. They think they can just expire and ascend back up into heaven. That's not how it works. You will just keep having to continue down here so you ascend spiritually. So you think you're getting out of here, but you're not. If you're a rotten person, if you're somebody who doesn't uh, inflict good emotions on people on a regular basis, if you, in fact, inflict bad emotions on people on a regular basis, you're going to stay down here because you, you forgot. You forgot that you're part of the whole. You forgot that you're not a separate being. So here you go, the smarts of it. You know your destination. It must be highly oxygenated and slow, deep breaths aren't going to get you there. We've talked about the breathing pattern. more important than ever, but also you can achieve the same thing through singing, through rapping, through talking, through lecturing. So get on a lecture type circuit. Do your own lectures. You must do it. Otherwise you won't, if you don't lecture enough, you won't figure out you won't remember it yourself. 
almost like you have to do the lectures about it so that you remember yourself to do it. Now, I've put out lectures and then violated them the next day. But it was always in the back of my mind, I'm violating this lecture. I'm violating something that I've actually put out there. So by putting something out there, you have to live by it. So, I mean, of course, I've forgotten to breathe many, many times. I've forgotten that breathing pattern completely. Gone way into the deep end of despair. Back into the regular, normal despair self that was created to be a consumer. To make everybody feel like they need to buy something to feel good. Keeping it smart is the real name of the game. So anything that you notice that takes away from your intelligence level has to be eliminated. Too much caffeine, more than a smidgen, makes you stupid. Nicotine, more than a tiny, tiny bit, makes you very, very stupid. Marijuana, the shitty downer stuff, maybe. Maybe if you don't get the right sleep, maybe. That also makes you stupid, not getting the right amount of sleep. But being mainly oxygenated will take you to to a point where you might not even have to sleep. Because that's the whole reason why we do sleep. Because we're exhausted from not breathing. It's the only time we actually do breathe. Because we let we our our conscious mind finally lets go of our breathing system and allows us to finally breathe. Sometimes we have to, like, sleep with our mouth open just to gasp for air, the air that we weren't receiving. So make no mistake, you've been programmed to take in too little oxygen. It's a setting. Impose a, um, a timeline, a finiteness on your corporeal form. Now, in, it, it's only in one parallel universe, but still, that doesn't matter to the me- mechanistic leaders of this parallel universe. They live in the one, and they want you out of here. They want you, they want you shedding corpses as quickly as possible. And when you get up into your 80s, you start shedding a lot of corpses. But you're alive, and you continue. So, might as well get freeze yourself at around 30. Now, of course, like it, there's a spiritual element to this. This is not all physical. You must have a good soul. You must have 
good intention. Because the universe has good intention and that meshes with the universe. If your intention is shitty, you are as you are against the universe. You are unable to help it in any way and so it weeds you out. Not in a way that you can perceive because you'll just constantly be back for more so you learn your lesson. You'll have to do it with a frailer body and you'll have to heal from a much deeper injury. The frail body is the injury that is inflicted by your bad intentions. Your intentions need to be pure, saintly even, heart of gold. It's essential. And of course, that's what the Jesus message was always trying to tell you. That's what any message from any true prophet of the ages has ever said. Let go of your ego. Don't separate yourself off from the rest of these the rest of existence. You are one of it. You are one that grew up out of it. You are an expression of it. And that expression can't go against the original form or it gets destroyed. It is a harmonious universe that has been created here. We have order out of chaos. And you, are you sowing disorder or are you sowing order? Negativity only sows disorder. And so you are going against trend. Now everyone says, oh, well, the universe is actually trending towards entropy. Yes. The physical, non-corporeal, non-life universe of just random molecules. Yes, that is trending towards more entropy. But that's more just grist for us to work with as ordered beings. We've already escaped entropy to some extent. But it all happens to all of us. Everybody must die. Yes, our, there's, a, there's a, a certain percentage of death that must occur. But you'll never escape it. You'll never get there. This is a road you're on. Never ends. Whether you're going to face up to it at some point. You're going to either do it as an old person or you're going to do it as a young person. I'd rather do it as a young person. So it's very important to lift your your ego out of this. Take your true self, however you can do it, through meditation, through breathing is the main way, though. Breathing and be... In a, in a sort of half breath back and forth, that pattern keeps you afloat. But what the non-breathers do is they like, oh, I, I go to meditation. And yes, once you get into a meditative state of, state of brain state, you've managed to dislodge the you from the identity that this you has been sunk into. All the problems and all the the worries 
and and the uh, annoyances and everything that that person is you've identified with, and once you take yourself out of it and go into a more ethereal realm where you blend with the universe you came from, and people do that through meditation, but you get there through oxygen, consistent oxygen. The more you move in that direction, the easier things become. You don't have to think too much about stuff. You can just kind of act through without thinking. So much better. What's all this thinking doing? What What is it doing for us? We are going to perform just fine without all this thinking. This thinking brain that got formed on top of our general organism is a relatively recent development. And it has been commandeered by a society that seeks to use it to sell products, that seeks to take control of it as a consumer. The education system and all of Western culture has been set up like this for the human consumer and not the human qua human, not the human that wants to ascend. Well, you can ascend for fifty nine ninety five. That's another thing. You can't charge for this. Yeah, maybe you can make a little bit on YouTube. I guess you can make a lot on YouTube. But you can't really charge for this information. I mean, you have to put it out there free for for whoever wants to find it. Because that's just part of your, then you're just back in it. This information is so important that it transcends all money. People don't understand this. Their money doesn't save them from dying quickly. And by quickly, I mean 100 years. That's quick too quick. Life is short. Oh, yeah. Life is short when you're don't understand it, when you don't understand what you're supposed to be doing here. You're supposed to be embodying the harmony of existence, of true universe harmony in a body. You know how hard that is? With all the strife that you have to deal with, but you understand that like, if you can embody it then you will naturally transmit it to others. And the calm will be there. Now, once you, if you can 
if you can through if you can just kind of dislodge your your thinking mind, your your feeling mind from your general identity, and just bathe it in a certain amount of oxygen and just calm. You can begin then to tap into other powers. And one of them is the one where not only are you controlling your own physical body and how you feel, but by 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 being the calm center of a nucleus, you create a whole new cell that takes over the universe. Think about if everybody was just the calm center of their own, the calm center nucleus of their own cell, of sphere of influence what it would do. So you have to figure out how to create that calm inside of you and don't go if you if you don't have it and if you feel any kind of strife within you, lock yourself in your house and don't come out so you feel good again. Go to sleep. Do whatever you have to do. Mainly it's go to sleep force yourself. Feel like shit? Take a nap. Wake up refreshed. Then think about things. Point is, do not go out into the world in a bad mood because that only reinforces it. Because inevitably, you will And you will think they are to blame. Some people, because they happen to be in your presence while you're in a bad mood. But you can't tell if you're in a bad mood. Well, true feelings that, that oh no, I, I just have to feel not good and not bad. That's good, not bad. That's horrible. Most animals are walking around much differently. Most animals are mock walking around where everything's really good. For, for for true animals, things are either really good or they're really bad. There's no middle. But we humans, we've created this middle ground of just kind of, how are you? I'm okay. You're not awesome? Just fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. That's what it is. That's the name. That's the term. Fine. I'm fine. Which means I'm just like whatever. I'm blah. Now, some people react to the blah thing. They're okay with it because they have a little bit of elation in their system. But generally speaking, it's not that great. It's a manufactured state. Obviously, the blah feeling in humans, especially for us, again, the blah human is the best consumer. The elated human is the worst. The elated human buys nothing. The elated, oxygenated human buys nothing. Remember that when you start impulse buying things. The elated, oxygenated motherfucker 
doesn't breathe from the, I mean, doesn't buy for like no sucker. Is that right? Point is, you're you're not a great consumer when you're oxygenated and on another level. When you're like a prophet of the ages again. When you're a prophet of the ages, you don't need much on eBay. Certainly don't need much on Amazon. And and what will happen too is when you become a prophet on high oxygen content, you understand your role in life to to be a nucleus of pure harmony, to mimic the harmony of not the physical universe, the universe itself, all, everything about it, which includes humans. How could humans have been created without some kind of harmony, some kind of harmonization? How could any of the planets, the sun, everything that works together in this strange tie of intelligent design, and then you come in and then you are going to be something disorderly? No. why all animals don't really make it. It's like, why are no other animals immortal? They they have not reached, they don't have understood conscious breathing. We achieved consciousness so that we could then usher in this new form of breathing that ascends us. Humans were given that. And and it's the idea that like we were created in the image of God. No. We made ourselves into the image of God. We evolved into the image of God through sheer evolution. And we're continuing to evolve in that direction. The Darwin was right, but it's survival of the ascending God. Now, if you understand from, like, what I'm starting to see from animal videos, that animals, too, are becoming more intelligent. And they're starting to evolve into more spiritual, more intelligent, more thoughtful creatures. And that's why it's going to become a major issue, future boy, when we start talking about eating meat and harvesting their flesh. Because as they become more and more intelligent, they're going to gain more and more right to their life to their own determination. Now, as long as there's meat around, you might as well eat it, I guess. Though, though there is something to be said for trying to phase out this cruelty for the purposes of our own souls. Because we, in the future, will be we will stop doing this, at least harvesting conscious beings anymore. It will be it will be illegal. And what we'll grow up and instead are we will be able to grow the meat without the brain. The problem is is that some people will advocate for the very cellular life 
that is encased within the meat. And then others will have conspiracy ideas about how safe this genetically produced meat can really be. Do we need to eat flesh anymore? It's certainly convenient. But as humans, we don't. We have the ability to to live without eating it. And, we, and we're smart enough. Comes to eating, I've I've mentioned that you know the, the the carbohydrate thing is it sneaks up on you. Uh, you know you'll 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 get kind of resolved. You'll be like, okay, I'm not going to eat any more of these things. They're just they're wrong for my body. But then somebody will shove something in your face, kind of give you. You'll feel bad not to eat it. You sort of like it is a drug, and other people are trying to push it on you. Your family members, especially. You don't want to let down your dad who made out some good pasta, right? So you eat it. But now you have to start making clear that you're not going to eat it. That it's something that you want to just stay just stay in the God realm. Why push yourself out of it by living on bread alone? I finally understood like what he meant by that. Man cannot live on bread alone. He didn't mean man cannot only eat bread and live. But actually, that means that, that actually is true too. Like, you, you, if there's a lot of people who eat a ton of bread, that's their, that's their diet, and you cannot live on bread alone. I mean, it was like early health advice: man cannot live on bread, but but most people are eating bread, and it's an extension of the myth that was in Genesis where they're eating a fruit. There's something going on with these items. Now, alcohol is the distilled version of it. Creates a deficit, no question. Each time you eat it, it creates the hole that you need to put in for the next one. And that hole gets bigger. So it's best just to cut it off, cauterize it. Makes it much easier. This is Lectures of Fallen Wisdom.